All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Ethos Boston Celtics podcast. After a little bit of a hiatus, it's Lucas Gaynor here, your host, joined by my co-host, Patrick Lonsbury. Uh, you know, we're good to be back. Patrick, how are you feeling today, man? What's good? Yo, what's popping? What's popping? We're back. It's summertime. We're feeling good. Um, got a lot of buzz around the Celtics, even in the offseason, so... Man, it's just been a it's just been a really good uh, summer overall. Enjoying the hot weather, man. Taking advantage, getting to the water. Life is good, man. As Future said, life is good. Um, how about you, Lucas? No, things have been good. You know, I've been busy as of late. You know, new job and everything. You know, so that's why we kind of been on the hiatus. But you know, got the new schedule down. You know, we're gonna be back, and it feels good to be recording. Even though we might have a little bit of a sad topic today. I mean. I think everybody knows, you know, the talk of the town right now is uh, is Kevin Durant for Jalen Brown, Pat. Let's just dive right into it. Uh, you know, me and you have discussed this at length, you know, off the pod. Um, and for me, Pat, we've had we've had arguments about this. We I think have, like, we've had we've had arguments, we've had agreements, uh, but we both seem to be bouncing back and forth. Absolutely. So my thing is where I kind of settled, you know, all the dust settled. Um, first I was really anti-trading Jalen Brown and I still don't want to trade Jalen Brown, but I have to admit I'm 50-50 on it. I think both sides of this debate have very legitimate points. Um, but you know, I've kind of come around to the idea that as much as I love Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's an amazing player. I think he still has some room to grow as well. He's younger. Um, I totally understand why, you know, potentially Brad, potentially other fans and potentially you, Patrick would be willing to move Jalen in a package for Kevin Durant. Now, let me get this out of the way before, you know, anybody attacks me, okay? If it's Jalen and Smart, I'm out. I'm just out. I'm just out right away, Pat. I don't know about you, but... If it's two starters, I'm out. I'm out. I think that's a fair assessment, right? If it's two starters, I think we can both agree there. Yeah, absolutely. Two starters are out. Like, uh, I think I think you can lean more towards Al Horford, if if you had to like poke at something, the only reason I'm more hesitant about Al Horford is not so much the player, but so much the lack of depth at the position for us. Um, that's where I'd kind of have a little bit more hesitation at with Al Horford at this point, with the, the lack of moves that we made at center position so far. Still, plenty of time. Not saying that we can't do something yet, but that also puts me at a hesitation with him. Um, as far as the Kevin Durant talks. It's fair to say that like when a guy like Kevin Durant becomes available, no matter how good you are, no matter how set your team is, where you're flowing, where you're projecting, you got a call. A phone call is necessary. You make a phone call and you find out what they're looking for. What are they looking to get? What's kind of the idea? What would they want? Obviously Tatum's off, you know, the board. Yeah, he's off limits. Nobody's touching Tatum. Tatum is going to – we're going to try to keep Tatum in Boston for life. That's a lifer, right? We're going to do our best to try to make that happen. Um, but when it comes to Kevin Durant being available and you have an opportunity here, you have to go knocking at the door and just say, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of interested. What's, what's kind of the deal? And you're not just talking about a guy who – has one or two years left. You're talking about a guy who has like three years left on a contract deal. I think four. Or was it four? Four years. Yes, sir. Four years. Yeah. So you're looking at a guy with four years. And how I look at it is, is that you go, you look at KD right now. Does Brown ever reach that level? Probably not. 
I mean, honestly, man, I love JB, but we're talking about a guy who's like probably at worst a top 20 player of all time. And that's me putting which is which is JB right now, right? Like JB's no, trying no, to no. reach that top well, not all time, but like top twenty in the league. Katie's right. top twenty all time. So that's, so that's my thing, is like I think Jalen's a, a phenomenal player, and I really don't want this to come off like pack your bags, Jalen. Like, absolutely not. I would honestly, I think I would prefer keeping Jalen and the team and the guys we got and at least giving it a shot with our new roster, you know, with the added improvements of Gallo and Brogdon. And, you know, maybe some more things that have to happen this summer. But at the same time, I wouldn't, I cannot complain and I would not be upset about people wanting to, or even if it happened, trade Jalen Brown for KD. Because like I said, top 20, uh, top 25 all-time player at worst. I'm giving that a pretty big berth, honestly. I have him higher, but I'm giving him a pretty big berth. Those players, opportunities to acquire a player of that caliber do not come around often. You know, so I have to I have to be open to that idea just as a basketball mind, even though it it would pain me to see Jalen Brown in gray and black over there and uh, over there in Brooklyn. Man. It would truly pain me. And I'll be straight up with you right now. Like if it was JB for KD, I'm doing that right away. Like if it was just no other add ons, if it was just Jalen Brown for no Kevin picks, Durant straight up, I wouldn't I would not hesitate. But I'm also on the side of I lean more towards Jalen. So I'm like a 55-45, right? We're like for Jalen's side. I'd rather keep Jalen. Yeah. And I've really been on this side, but I'm really open to the idea of getting Kevin Durant because freaking Kevin Durant, man. And I'm just saying you're looking at Kevin Durant and Tatum on the same team. You're talking about two guys that play similar, that are close in height. And you're just talking like these guys are elite of elite. Like they those guys are bucket getters at the end of the day. And 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 honestly, bro, as good as a bucket getter is as Tatum is, Pat, KD is truly on another level. He's on a step above Jason Tatum. You know, the guy's seven feet tall. And like, think about this, Pat. We had moments where our offense was just sputtering, and you know, that had to do with creation for others and self-creation. KD is arguably the greatest self, like ISO shot creator, shot maker to ever play the game of basketball. Arguably. I'm not even saying I believe that, but he's in the discussion. He's definitely top five. There's not many guys who have his size, his handle, his stroke. Like, you just can't replicate that pretty much ever. So if we had Kevin Durant and we really could, you know, slide Brogdon in and it would be Brogdon and Smart instead of Brogdon, Smart, and White, and then we get KD instead of JB. I really think that team is phenomenal. That would push us from favorites to clear favorites, I believe. You know, we are the betting odds right now. That's not even my opinion. I'm just saying that would push the betting odds from favorite to clear favorite. But at the same time, man, to me, there is risk in acquiring Kevin Durant. I mean, obviously, there's risk in, you know, not getting Kevin Durant as well. I understand that. But JB has his risk keeping him, and we have 30, risk taking yeah. on Kevin Durant. Kevin's 34. You know, JB is obviously, if he signs a max deal, we have nine years of basic, you know, seven to nine years maybe of uh, of Jalen Brown on the team. And that's a long, long window with our two best players who we love and believe in, you know, to try and bring us, you know, the Larry O'Brien trophy. Now, Katie would shorten the window, but I think it's pretty clear that he would probably open that window a little bit wider, you know, in that short period while it is open. Would you agree with that? That window wouldn't be cracked anymore. It would have like a nice little gap in it. Oh, but it's just not going to be – It's that gap won't be there for as long. 
You know, listen, I think the gap, I think it's a gap more than a crack right now. But if we get KD, there's no screen in the window and we haven't pushed all the way up. That's how I truly feel. Yep, just got to jump on through. And then also, too, like with, with it, if you did end up getting Kevin Durant, just kind of like the build on that is you're talking about a guy who, you know, probably arguably the best ISO scorer all time. Iron sharpens iron. You you saying that Tatum is in practice with Kevin Durant? Don't I know how Eme works after watching here? He's putting them on opposite sides and having them work each other because they are going to go at each other every single possession. No, no knock on JB, but like Tatum is going to get better practicing against Kevin Durant than he is going against Jalen Brown. It's just how it is. A guy who's taller than him, a guy who can move as quick as him, you know, a guy who can recover on him. Like it, it's going to add more challenges, and also he can give Tatum more tips on how to like what type of moves he uses, how he gets to certain spots. You know, like there's stuff that you can still learn at this stage. Even Kevin Durant can learn as well. Like there's things that Tatum can do that possibly Kevin Durant needs to learn and. Tatum has been pushed around and been bullied before and has overcome that. We bullied the hell out of Kevin Durant. Maybe that's something that he needs to get a hurl over. What better way to enjoy a team that helped, you know, bully him? You know, like, he can understand, be like, hey, this is why it worked, and this is why he need to work on this area. Boom, you know, sharpen that area of his game. So there's just a lot of potential in that aspect as well, where long run, that, this, that could benefit Tatum even more, you know? Uh, so it may seem like a short-term thing, but like if Tatum ends up rising up to a top five player, uh, top three, top two MVP, you know, year in, year out, then maybe that KD trade that seemed like it was for a small window ends up making it a bigger window because of the development that Tatum kind of jumps into. Yeah. You know, it's tough, man. I mean, it's funny that, Pat, when we this first broke, it felt like I was really, you know, on the – no thanks for KD, and you were more on the yes for KD. And I think it's funny that we kind of switched places a little bit. I mean, I'm not, like, actively trade Jalen, but I would say if you're 55-45, I'm, like, I'm pretty much straight up 50-50 and maybe leaning in Kevin's favor at this point because as much as I don't – and I don't want to trade Jalen Brown. I just think sometimes you see you have to trade a really good player for a great player to make sure you get that ring on your finger. And, you know, I know it's not the exact – it's an exact comparable, but – we saw it happen in, in 2019. DeMar DeRozan, really good player. Had a phenomenal season last year for uh, for the Chicago Bulls. Jakob Pertl, really good player, Pat. We gush about him all the time, wishing we could have got him in the TPE, okay? You sacrificed those two really good players for a great player in Kawhi Leonard, and you walk away with the championship. Now, I know it's not, like I said, a direct comparison, but, you know, the start- No, I mean, you talk about trading for a star-level talent, right? And the what did the Lakers similar- do the year after? First our level town. And what happened? They won the bubble championship. Boom. Like, I mean, it's there's just like it's there's no blueprint on how to win a championship, but you can look at some of the past and you could be like, some of these teams really just went out there and took a huge risk and it paid off. I'm sorry, bro. Like, if you trade, if you trade Jalen Brown and you win a chip, it's worth it. If we don't trade for Kevin Durant, absolutely, and we don't win a chip, we're gonna talk about how we should have traded for Kevin Durant. Like it's it's uh at this point for the Celtics, if they don't win a championship within the next seven years, no matter what the decision is, whether it's Kevin Durant or Jalen Brown direction, we failed. 
we failed. It's a failure. This team has to win a championship in seven years. That's the expectations right now. And that's why this trade talk is being coveted the way it is, is because of the level of pressure that's on this franchise right now to bring that championship. Yeah. And, and thanks Woj for that two thirty AM tweet about it. They got Twitter sending Twitter up in flames and everybody I know talking about if I want Kevin, everybody texting my phone. Y'all shouldn't trade Brown, Jalen Brown. Y'all should trade Jalen Brown. So thanks a lot, Woj and Shams, okay? Even though really nothing had happened and it was not new news, that really set the world ablaze. You know, it, the trade dog kind of died down, but that tweet absolutely fired it right back up. But, uh, you know, it's tough, man. It is really tough because the window definitely stays open longer with Jalen. Um, now, personally, for me, if we don't trade, if we don't trade Kevin, you know, Jalen's free agency is impending. Now it's after next season, not this season. For me, you give him that five-year max, five-year 215, whatever it is, whatever it comes out to. You give him that. I mean, uh, he's not taking anything less, you know, at the end of the day. So you might as well give it to him. And I don't think that's a disgusting overpay at all for Jalen Brown. You know, people like to joke about how Jalen's contract, when he got the four-year 110, that was an overpay. People are going to say the same thing. And once again, I I trust Jalen and believe in his game enough to where – no, he's worth that. There's a lot of guys getting paid maxes. He deserves to be paid just as much, if not more, than Michael Porter Jr. You can't tell me anything other than that. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray. I, I like Jalen over those guys. You know, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but personally, I like. I don't think it's a hot take. I like Jalen over those guys, so I think he deserves the max. So, you know that, and that's the other aspect of this pad is, I think Jalen. You know, we're lucky, honestly. I think Jalen's a very mentally strong player, mentally strong man. And, uh, you know, he tweeted SMH the day that Woj tweeted that. I think that was funny. And obviously he's not going to love. I don't think it's out of frustration, though. I want to make that clear. I don't think it was like him frustrated, like shake my head, like why are they putting me in the trade talks? I think it was more of just like him saying, like, why are they just bringing it up out of nowhere? Like it was just uncalled for in that situation. And honestly, honestly, even if if it is about being – like I understand what Jalen will be coming from. You know, he's been in AD's trade talks, Beal's trade talks. Jimmy Butler, like back in the day, like Paul George, like I mean, those are more free agent moves. But still. that's an honor. You talk about them names, though. You being discussed for the value of those guys—that's an exactly. honor. That's not a disrespect. And, and I was gonna say, I don't think Jalen. Like people are acting like, oh, the locker room's gonna be in shambles now. Like, okay, you know, maybe Jalen, you know, he's not gonna love that he was in trade talks, obviously, but at the same time, Jalen, I think, is a very mentally strong guy. He's gonna put that to the side. I think Jalen understands that it's a business and you know the phone call probably had to be made but i also think that jalen brown might be a little ticked off but i think jalen's response would not be like to sulk and to you know make things bad it would be to come out and prove this is why you don't trade me so that i do think we're lucky in that sense that jalen brown is that type of guy and i, I truly believe he's that type of guy no i i agree i think jalen brown is a, a guy who will respond to this very well um the only reason it does make me nervous you know because we can't sign Jalen to an extension because he didn't sign for the max last time so he would be accepting way less money than he can actually get you know he's gonna test free agency i should we should make that clear he will that's what makes everything more nervous right so like you got kevin durant on four years and you got Jalen brown about to be a free agent here in a couple years and not guaranteed to sign back like there's no now if Jalen Brown came out and was like I'm guaranteed I will we'll definitely sign back even if he said that it's still not guaranteed because we've heard it from Kyrie he, the 
opener of the Celtics season right before the offseason. He was a free agent before he left. So, I mean, there's <laughs> – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that was an outlying scenario. I know. It, obviously, the principle stands of what you're saying, but there's just no guarantees. Like people no guarantees. can change, right? Yeah. No, that's at the end of the day, people can change and make their decision and go where they want to play, and that's what players have worked really hard in this league to have that right. Um, so there's no harm, no foul to that. So now it's more so of like, all right. So say we keep Jalen Brown, but he walks, and we don't win a ring with him. That's going to cause even more issues, right? The max cap slot, baby. <laughs> Let's stay yeah. positive. <laughs> so I think that's yeah, that's that's definitely the like that's I think the worst case scenario that could happen, and I think the worst case scenario yeah, that absolutely. could happen involves keeping Jalen Brown, which kind of reason why I've opened up the idea of Kevin Durant because I see the worst case scenario in this scenario, mm-hmm. and it's just not it's not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, obviously, this is like kind of speculation, or it's not kind of speculation. It is speculation. Nothing is guaranteed, but we can offer Jalen the fifth year that other teams can't. We can offer him more money at the end of the day. And I think that, uh, you know, the trade talks hurt till you see five years, two hundred twenty million in your face, in a place where you've been quite successful, has been very helpful to your development. You know, obviously, Jalen has, you know, is the most responsible for his development. I'm not trying to give the organization credit. Not trying to pull a Jerry Krause. But obviously, you know, getting drafted to a good situation has helped Jalen become the player he's become. And uh, I, I feel pretty confident that he would resign. But like you said, Pat, at the end of the days, no guarantee. Maybe Marietta is calling. Maybe, you know, Georgia, the Hawks, man. You know, I feel like I've had visions of Jalen Brown in a Hawks jersey before. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, uh, you know, I hope that we keep Jalen at the end of the day. But if we trade for Kevin Durant, man. I'll pretty much do a cartwheel in my kitchen, Pat. I know that I sounds that rude to Jalen, but oh, if, if you do it, we got to get a video and we'll, we'll post it with our absolutely Twitter. Nope, my cartwheels don't look that good, Pat. So absolutely not. Oh man, come on, we got to put it on our TikTok. Come on now. Oh, listen, that TikTok will get about seven views and zero likes. So uh, absolutely not. But uh, I don't know. I think you get more. I think you get more views than that, my guy, because I'm now showing everybody in the office. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, make sure you go follow our t- uh, TikTok. Uh, I believe it's at Ethos Celtics at Sports Ethos Celtics. Man, my videos, uh, videos did pretty well, but that's beside the point, honestly. You know, this is pretty much, uh, pretty much the talk of the town right now, Pat. Uh, and we got some listeners. You know, we got some pretty loyal listeners. I don't know if you want to bring up uh, maybe Ralph just to get his opinion at some point during the show because I would love to hear what the fans think, honestly. Because I know the fan base, Pat, is pretty divided. You know, I'm in a lot. I'm in some group chats on Twitter, and you know, obviously, I see the discord on uh, the discourse on Twitter. Um, you know, I talk to my Celtics fans in real life, and uh, you know, it is pretty split. Like at uh, the Red Sox game the other day, Pat, somebody brought a sign that said "Don't trade Jalen." You know, oh which I, man, which I, which I thought was pretty hilarious. But then there's a lot of people saying, "Absolutely, you know, I would take Kevin Durant all time." And the reason why I think this is such a good debate. Pat, is that there really is legitimate reasoning on both sides of the argument. I really believe that. No, I, I mean, I, I totally get the, the sides of the argument. And I went from Kevin Durant's side to the Jalen side gradually. And I, was, I did not see this coming, Pat. Us swapping sides on this, on this uh, topic. I think the reason that I've swapped sides is because I think the amount that it would take to get Kevin Durant is going to be 
gutting the Celtics too much. That is okay. why I have leaned off. Like I said, though, that's why I made it clear. I said, if it was Jalen no, for KD, I'm, I'm picking that deal right now, here and then. So, so we can let's get into the specifics of the trade. So, say it was Jalen, Derek White, three picks that were probably not protected and two pick swaps. Yes, I'm saying no. I think we're giving up too, too much. many picks. I think that's a bit heavy. Yeah. This might be a hot take, but like Jalen and like a first should be enough. And I know that's not something the Nets could, could really, but here's, here's my reasoning. Right. Right. It's like Katie doesn't want to be there in, in Brooklyn that he requested a trade. Second, Jalen Brown is a top 25 guy with upside has an all-star appearance. He's young. Still has a couple years left, which means you're going to be able to pay him his. You're going to be able to pay the super max too. So you're going to be able to pay him his his good old money, right? You can get him nice extended. They can trade for him exactly the, because you know he's not on the rookie max. So they actually so you can like, pair him example, up with Ben Simmons. Why. Like, could could you imagine right. this? Right? You tell me you're rolling out a a big three of Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie and Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons, and you got a first round pick in that. Hey. Oh, listen, I hear you, Pat. I'm on board with that. But I think that as far as what's going to get the deal done, it's going to be multiple players and, a, and a, at least two picks. And that's probably. why I lean at Jalen, though. Like, that's why I lean at keeping Jalen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I should make that clear as well. Like, I don't want the Celtics to overpay, but Jalen, Derek, and, and three picks, man, I don't want to do that. Like, let me make that clear. I don't want to. Like, the want is not the part of it. But I don't think it's a bad trade. I don't think it's a – I think we could, you know, maybe squeeze him a little bit like you said because KD wants out. So if Sean Marks can't commit, you know, can't convince KD to commit to the Nets, to what they're doing, say, look, we never played a game with Ben Simmons. It's going to be better here, you know, when Ben is playing. We're going to get the team, you know, we really want to to roll out there. We're actually going to be able to roll it out there. If he can't get him to commit to that and the season's about to roll around and he's still sitting there talking about I'm not going to play for the Nets – the value will dwindle. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I think Jalen Derrick and a couple picks. I would obviously want protections, but at the end of the day, you're, there's not going to be protections on these. And if anything, they'll be like top one or top three. So for me, it's tough, man. It's tough. I, I, I want to keep Jalen. I think that I, I think that Jalen and this team deserves a chance to run it back with the new additions. However, it's not so much that I would dislike what would happen. I'll, even though I don't want it, I wouldn't necessarily be against it. Does that I, does that make sense, Pat? I mean, it means that like you don't want to do that trade, but if the trade ended up happening, you it's okay. it's not enough of a bad trade in your eyes for you to be like, damn. No, I'm not hopping. It's on, not, not a messed up. A it's not a messed up trade. Right. right. Now, now, honestly, smart. No, I'm. I don't. Smart and Jalen, no picks. No, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't even do both of them for him. To be honest, you, no, that's you're, what I'm you're losing, yeah, you're losing a lot there. I mean, I mean, listen, you still would be a, a good team. I think we'd be a great team still because you go Brogdon as starter, Derek White becomes your six man again, and it's, you're pretty much the same team you were last year. Um, just with uh, Kevin Durant instead of Jalen Brown, and then Brogdon instead of Smart. And they're asking for picks on top of that. Like, it's not like they are just asking for the two players. But at the end of the day, I think that I really do like Derek White. But I think Marcus Smart and Derek White 
are on a different level of players. I think Smart is more like, you know, one of the best non-All-Stars in the NBA. He's up there for one of the best non-All-Stars. And uh, Derek White is a good contributor. He's a solid contributor. That's how I view him. Um, and we love Derek White. You know, I've defended Derek White to the death, okay? You know, Daddy White is, is, is he's definitely remembered. That's you. your favorite nickname. Um, <laughs> absolutely. I've defended him to the death, man. But uh, at the end of the day, I think I would want to hold on to uh, – I would want to hold on to Smart and Jalen at that point. No, I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I think I'm I'm right there. Uh, I just I've been intrigued though. Like it it does not. I do not bad an eye thinking about wow. Like Kevin Durant and Tatum in the same offense. Man, oh my lord! And then you add Brogdon to that mix. I like. I think Brogdon's one of our better offensive additions. You know, like I think he becomes instantly. I think Brogdon instantly becomes our third best offensive player. Yeah, like coming into the maybe season. that's a hot take for some people, but well, but you're well, you're talking a guy who's he's efficient. My thing is he's efficiently good at scoring, and guess what? Kevin Durant is efficiently good at scoring. You have two guys who are efficient, all time great. All-time great efficiently scoring. Yeah, both of them are. Brogdon's up there efficiently. People don't realize the efficiency Brogdon has. His efficiency is insane. He had a 50-40-90 season. Now, I know that was – we're a few years removed from that, obviously. but With some injuries involved and stuff. And that, but we've already addressed those concerns. But, but at the same time, but, he's an efficient basketball player. and he, he plays offense in a very smart way, and he doesn't turn over the basketball. Now, now I think we should also touch on this while we're on the subject of Brogdon is if you give up Jalen and one of those guards, you're now – obviously, we, we've had, at least we've both made clear that we don't want it to be smart. You don't want it to be white. And I think that it really – you're putting a lot on Brogdon, a guy who has really struggled with injury history, and now you're saying, okay, he can't kind of chill in the regular season like he can right now. He's going to have to go out there and See, play He can, though. Minutes. He can, though, in a sense. He can, though, in a sense because the Celtics have allowed themselves that they have three – Guys who can play point guard. No, but are you, but I'm saying if we give up Jalen and White or Jalen and Smart. I mean Jalen and White though. So say you give up Jalen and White, like Brogdon's still coming off the bench, right? Yeah, he's 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 playing a lot more though because you know we can we the, the, the Smart can play 30 level. minutes in the regular season. I don't know, man. He just can't. For me, that gets a little bit scary. It, it, I mean, it gets a little bit more scary, but like my thing is like it's not like he takes like ten extra minutes. Maybe he takes on four, four or five. Yeah, you know, maybe he goes from twenty twenty two minutes a game to twenty seven. I, I honestly, I don't think he's going to be playing around twenty five. So if you at least at least twenty five is what I would say. Honestly, so, I just don't think I think that they can manage because that's more. If anything, I think moving on from Derek White opens up more opportunity for Payne Pritchard. <laughs> yeah. okay. and you may not like you may not know, like that, that but that's a regular season thing. That's a regular season thing. When we need to up Brogdon, I mean Brogdon's men's are going to go up no matter what when postseason starts. That's what we need them. That's what we trade them for. You know, postseason comes. That's what I'm saying. And I want them to be as fresh as possible. Basically. So if you got to play Peyton Pritchard 10, 15 minutes in the regular season when you're when we're a lot better this year, I don't think that's that's a bad deal. Because right now Peyton Pritchard does not have time for ten Fair minutes. Enough. 
Well, Peyton Mitchell doesn't have time for minutes, pretty much. Exactly. So for me, <laughs> I don't think Brogdon goes into an area where it's like holy, you know, moly, like his injury. I, I think it just, I think it helps Peyton Pritchard no. if that move happens. Yeah, I mean, I think that would probably, I think it would put more on Brogdon's plate, though. Like, unarguably, it would put more on his plate. Now, how significant is you know that addition to his plate? You know, that's up for debate. But I think unarguably, it would add more on his plate, and that's not something I love. Because, bro, he has really struggled playing a full – we're talking about KD and Jalen's injury history. Malcolm has really not played a full season. Now, you know, I'm sure that's, you know, a lot of different things, a lot of different factors playing to that. But, you know, way big roles on teams that aren't necessarily terrific over there in Indiana. But, uh, you know, he's obviously going to have a smaller role here. But at the end of the day, that would worry me. But, you know, we have to wait and see, Pat. I mean, listen. This KD saga seems like it's going to go on for a long time. It's kind of delayed more moves in the marketplace. We still don't have that third big. Also, RIP our Trayvon Williams hype. He is on the Golden State Warriors, of course, of all teams that had to sign him. They just got Draymond Green's freaking replacement in a couple of years. You got no defense Draymond Green. It's lit. Um, But – no, but we did sign uh, Ifondu Kabanjeli. You know, that was a big move. I like that. You know, he could potentially roll in as our third big, you know, between him and Gallo, you know, at spot minutes at the five. Hopefully, I don't want to roll with that into the season, but we could see that. So, you know, still a couple uh, still a couple things yet to happen, and I think we got to wait for this KD saga to play out before, you know, those things come to fruition, as well as the Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you still got guys like Dwight Howard out there and stuff. They're looking to, to possibly join teams. So. We need Dwight, man. Yeah, bring the over here, man. Let's 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 add some veteranship to this this team. And we could do some nice, you know, some nice, nice good vibe. What's a good vibe, man? That's just crazy to think, though. Like, if we end up signing Dwight Howard, we were facing him prime in his prime, you know, back when we were in our title contention back in 0809 area. So um, that's so crazy. Dwight Howard has been around. Honestly, shout out. To, listen, this has really nothing to do with the Celtics, but shout out to Dwight Howard. I mean. The point you're making, Pat, is unbelievable. He was a top five player, MVP candidate in 2008. You know, he knocked. Should have won the MVP where Derrick Rose won it, but it's fine. Actually, agreed, Pat. He knocked us out of the playoffs. You know, KG was injured, obviously, but he knocked us out. He made it to the finals. And now he's been able, he struggled for a couple of years in LA and Houston. And then he really just came around. His struggling years in LA, he was still leading the league in rebounds like two out of the three seasons there or something like that. It was something crazy. So and then that's... he evolved his game to, you know, fit a role, man. And he has been actually really good as like, you know, that defensive day. He was really good for the Lakers, their championship year. Um oh that oh that phrase just was terrible. Lakers championship year. I can't uh, I just don't like it that I even said that. But uh just the called their bubble. Right, exactly. Ring. And um and uh no, but he was really good for them that championship season. And I think Dwight could bring some good defensive you know, energy off the bench, you know, rebounding, shot blocking, rim running as our third big. I think that would really be good. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure he could teach Ra- he could teach Robert a thing or two, you know, about defense because Dwight was a all-time great defender in his prime. He was phenomenal. So hopefully we bring in Dwight. But, you know, I don't think that's really the uh, talk of the time right now. It's not Dwight Howard. It's more about Kevin Durant. No, but it's something that we really want. We want to uh, – Brad Stevens, go, go and pick up Sue Dwight real quick for us. Please, please, Brad. But, you know, honestly, I can't really ask too much more, Brad. He's been phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I can't really ask her too much more. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that kind of, I think, wraps things up for us. I don't think you got anything else to add here when it comes to Katie or Jalen. Nope. Um, we, we just thought to drop in, you know, give you guys a little summer podcast. We know you guys missed us. Uh, we missed us, too. Yes, sir. 
Um, we did. This feels great, honestly. It, it feels good. And we're gonna be we're gonna be more regular too. Is this you know Pat and I both you know I, I can I'll take a large share of the blame, but you know we both started you know Pat got a promotion. Congratulations, Pat. You know, thank you, and and Lucas with a new job. You know exactly. that's always so, fun and exciting. So the schedules are we're, we're kind of swapped up, but you know we're gonna we're gonna get in here uh, more consistently. We're gonna get back in rhythm. We did this exactly. in the off season for you guys. All right, so uh, we totally planned that. Hundred percent. Wink, wink. Yep. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, we're gonna be back here more regularly. You know, download the Spotify Live app. Come check us out, man. You know, we interact with people in the comments. You know. And a lot of the time during the summer, I mean, we will have guests up on stage, you know, to ask questions or voice opinions because there might not be a lot stirring. You know, today we did pretty well because, you know, it's been a while since we talked. But, you know, a lot of the time when there's not a lot of stuff to talk about, we love to get other people's opinions here. Love to hear the voice of the fandom. So make sure you download the Spotify Live app. You know, Patrick and I will tweet out the link from the Twitter. Go follow the Twitter. Pat does a great job tweeting out from there. Follow Pat as well on Twitter, at Ball and Opinions. Uh, myself on Twitter at Luca underscore Gainer. And, uh, you know, you might see the occasional anime tweet from me, but, it's, you know, it's mostly basketball and, you know, Patriots. So uh, It's a big one-punch uh, guy. One He's piece, a big one, punch one piece. One piece, one piece. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get scolded for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, you might get roasted for that. <laughs> That's honestly. okay. That's okay. I haven't, I haven't watched like it, though. One piece thing. is definitely on my list. So, um, Listen, took me three years to finish it, Pat. Only, uh, only 1,050 episodes. So took me a while, but I finally <sighs> finished. So congratulations to me. You know what? That's that's a feat. I, I think that's dedication right there. That's what they mean about hard work and dedication. Lucas Gamer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you guys also head over to Spotify. Uh, go ahead and rate the show. Uh, you can also uh, rate uh, the show on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We appreciate that very much. And, and like Lucas said, man, you can find us all on Twitter accounts and everything like that. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. We're back on here. We're going to try to do these more regularly again. Season, you know, is going to creep on us, and we'll be playing. We'll be having Celtics basketball on TV again in no time. Uh, Hopefully this KD stuff gets settled here soon. Whether they just say, we want to keep KD, we're not going to trade him, or whether they're just going to be like, trade him to somebody else or, or to us. Let's just get it out the way now so we can move on from it, but... We'll be here for any type of breaking news or anything like that. Uh, Lucas and I will be trying to at least get out a show or two per week uh, throughout the rest of the summer. And thank you guys again for supporting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tapping in. Appreciate all the listeners, all the reviews, everybody who comes to our live shows. Uh, We really appreciate that. And uh, we're out. Peace.